Welcome, everybody. This is the uh, Marriage Playbook Podcast. Uh, I am Javar Skidden Butts. And I am Willie Haynes. And we are your hosts. Uh, what we hope that you all get from our conversations uh, is basically, you know, the plays that we've had, the plays that we've used, the plays that we will discover when it comes to marriage. Um, we hope that you all can take something that we say and apply it. If not, um, you know, just take it and see that that doesn't work for you all. You know, we're not therapists. We're not counselors. We're just two black men, you know, working our way through marriage day by day. Make it through. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, just as a basis of starting, you know, since this is our first episode, our first, uh, you know, time doing this, let's just start from the beginning of where it all started, man. So how did you and your wife meet? How did y'all, you know, become one? So um, we met at church. Okay, we met at church. We were going to the same church in college. But I, I didn't think I didn't think anything outside of I just want to get to know this woman. Um, so I would put myself in her presence. You know, she avoided me. She she'll tell it that she really did not care for me because I would come by and mess with her kids and stuff like that just to get her attention. But mm-hmm. every shot I was I was shooting my shot. Now I was in the gym. Right. I was shooting, right. but <laughs> she was knocking it down. Uh uh. So you know, um, I just kept trying. And then um, one evening, we the, the co-workers got together and we went to Top Flight. Um, if you're telling us, you already know Top Flight. So we went to Top Flight and I got to see her outside of her work clothes. And I got to see her in her, in her natural element. And man, it, mm. she was bad at work, but she was beautiful mm. outside of there. And just to see her, her, her vibe was, was really, was really, was really nice. And I was like, you know, this, this is something about it. I kind of want to, I definitely want to get to know it. So, um, you know, we, we exchanged numbers. We were able to talk that night. Um, and then I was able to talk to her after and just kind of talk to her a little bit. And we started kicking it. And, you know, it was very simple, very friendly, nothing, nothing at all. Like just normal stuff, kicking his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, graduation week came through my graduation week and she was hanging with me all that week. And um, I, one night, you know, we were, on, we were talking and we had this long conversation. Like we were talking for about like two or three hours just about any and everything. And it just intrigued my interest, but I never believed that it was going to be anything because I was moving back to Tampa. She mm-hmm. was going to be still in Tallahassee teaching. So, um, I'm like, it's just nothing going to happen. It's long distance. It's nothing to happen. But I was like, let's stay in contact, though, you know, because, I mean, we clearly connected. Let's let's stay in contact. One night, you know, I'm caking on the phone. You know, I feel like a like a, like a high school mm-hmm. kid. You know, mm-hmm. I'm caking. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Um, and I asked her randomly, not expecting anything. Hey, if I said I loved you, would you say it back? And she would say, she said, I, I would say, I love you too. So I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Like, you hear what you just said? Like, do you hear what we just said? So what does right. this mean? You know what I'm saying? And then from there, shoot, here we are. Married five years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's yeah, up. It man. seems like yeah, everything yeah, just kind of fell into place. It just fell into place, bro. It just fell into place, man. What, what, what's your story, bro? So... Let me see. It's a it's a long one. 
<laughs> but an interesting one. So, so uh, just like you, man, I was uh, I was in church one day. We had a, a college a college day, and mind you, you know, I had been in the church maybe what maybe a year or two before she was there. So, you know, I had already kind of knew the women that kind of came in and out of church, right? So, me being a musician, <laughs> being in the choir, I can kind of scope out and be like, ah, she done been here before. Uh, okay, she might be new, uh, you know. So, I I already was kind of looking. So one day during this college day, she came in. Mind you, I had never seen her face. I didn't see anything about her. I just remember she had uh, her school gear on. She was looking down. Like I said, I didn't see her face. It was just something about her aura. I'm like, okay, I've never seen her before, but it's something about her that I want to get to know, something about her that I want, you know, to uh, to learn more of, something that intrigued me. So I was like, trust me, this is not going to be the last time. So hey, God's ordained plan. She kept coming back to the church. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is what's nice. up. So, nice. right. so <laughs> she was coming with her, uh, with her line sister and um, just seeing her as she kept coming to church, I'm like, bro, this woman is beautiful. Like I got to get to know her. I got to get her number. Like I want to keep this girl in my life, this woman in my life. So we were in, I think we had went to this little chat or this like youth team something in a young adult thing at, at the church so they we all had a group meal whatnot we was all in a group together so I took it upon myself you know slide in her dm be you know not nothing you know bad but i just wanted to introduce myself be a friendly church member introduce myself <laughs> make her feel welcome in the church so make from there welcome. man you know you, you listen gotta do my hospitality duties you know be a be a good christian right. man make her feel welcome. there you go there you go <laughs> so um from there man ever since our first conversation on the phone she was just open like the first time we talked on the phone she just opened up to me just talking really telling me about herself so me i'm the type of person where i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna let her talk um just let her go um and i'm just take it all in absorb learn as much as i can so from there she was just like yeah i can tell by the first conversation that um you know, I, that you're something different. I want to keep you in my life. I'm like, all right, word, bad. Like, I didn't think I did anything special, but hey, it worked. So right. from there, we just got closer and closer. And then um, I think what made it official for us was when, you know, one day she was just like, you know, I just want to see my Javaris. I'm like, yo, Javaris, word. Yo, so that's claiming right, yours. Okay. What, right, right, right. <laughs> right. You know, no claiming status. So, you know, ever since then, um, you know, we just got closer and closer. And then even how we brought up the love word, um, it was one time, I think, she was going to homecoming. And I was still um, home. I'm still here in Temple. And then she was like, um, I think I was saying bye. You know, just, all right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. She thought I said, I love you. So the whole weekend, she was like, did you say what I think you said? I'm like, well, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, you must ain't said it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, did I say what? <laughs> so she was just like, oh, did you say I love you? I was like, I mean, I did it, but <laughs> what, you know, what does that mean? Like, is that something that you want to, is that how you feel? She's like, well, I don't want to say it. If you then at that moment, I'm like, I didn't think about it, but I'm like, I'm, I really do love this girl. Like, she's really been in my life holding me down. Our conversations have been A1. Her vibe is A1. I really love this girl. So from there, that's when we really gelled and, you know, got closer from just that first conversation. So like, I think that's was the thing. And that's how we kind of got to where we are now, even before 
you know, just really get it down on my knee. But I think that was the one that really, like, you know, made it official for me. That is not always like the movies. You know what I mean? It's right. not always right. you. It was love at first sight. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you mm-hmm. naturally not all the time. I'm not saying that it can't be, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you may not know. It may just be a, a, a spark of interest. Like she looks good, or in their case, I want to get to know him. You know, and it's just right. like that friend thing. And I think that helps so much, man. Just like hearing the real side of like, what's your story, man? What's your story? Because right. I mean, we hear obviously. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was picture perfect. So right. Um, so then it makes you think. Then it makes you think. So I say I love her. She mm-hmm. says she loved me. But before mm-hmm. we get on this knee, mm-hmm. I kind of need to know if she the one. You exactly. Know what I mean? exactly. So 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 what what where where in your mind like what was your mental process to figure out or to to have the idea that she was the one. So I'll say this, even before we get there, you know, a lot of times, even growing up, a lot of us throw around that L word because we really might not know what it means. Um, it's a lot of us that have maybe said it before, for those of us who are married, before we're married, to another woman or a previous woman before, either we use it just to get into pants or we use it for another benefit or we truly feel like, truly feel that. So even before my wife now, you know, I was engaged before. Thought she was the one, but things didn't quite work out. So with my wife now, I think what I've seen in her that made me feel like she is my one was her caring, her her nurturing, her um, selflessness, and just the fact of her support for me. Honestly, like the little things that she would do, like even if it came to her hearing what I need, her hearing what I want, and her her willingness to take care of me. Um, matter of fact, it was a it was a story that kind of made me laugh. Now I was dog sick, right? Um, this when I went to her apartment or whatnot. She didn't have to do none of this. I was dog sick, so she was like, "You know what? Let's go to the store. Let me get you some tea." So there was a, a like a tea store in the mall where we thought they give you like tea bags. They gave you like the plants, the leaves, everything just wrong. <laughs> like, hey, no they took out agriculture, man. <laughs> right, man. So like. Took me to go get the, mind you, it had to be like four or five o'clock in the morning. Took me to the toy yard, got my car. She didn't ask me to pay her bag, no money. She took her own money, cash, everything. So I'm like, bro, the fact that she would do that without saying anything, you know, most women, nigga, you better get figured out. I don't know what you finna do. You better call sure. something. Listen. She's a keeper. <laughs> right. She's a keeper. But yeah, man, I think that was that one moment that I knew like, all right, I'm getting on my knee for you. And we really going to make this work. So, yeah, man. So what about yourself? What was that moment? Man, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I think when I found out, I didn't realize I found out. I told mm-hmm. you that week we spent during home, uh, not homecoming, uh, my graduation week. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of connection I had with her. Um, it had felt like I was connected with her for a long time. And I just really met her. And I had I've seen her because like I said, we went to the same college. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the fam. Um, we went to the same college and I saw I saw her around campus. Um, she's at AKA, so I definitely saw you know, saw her stroll and different things like that, different um events, but I never got the time to talk to her, like really spend any time, you know, connecting. But that week, she her 
energy, like her vibe was just, we connected. And that conversation that we had that night, when I say we, we sat, um, we, we were in the car, bro. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think we were outside of my apartment or her apartment, one of the two. Anyway, we were in the car talking. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, I think one of us was going back to our apartment. Um, and we kind of walked each other out or talked. We were coming back from now. Really, we talked for like three hours. And the conversation was not about anything specific, but about everything. And just the way we were able to just talk back and forth, talk back and forth. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. so genuine. It felt so perfect in that moment that like mm-hmm. I've never felt that with anybody else. Like you said, how you know you may have said I love you to somebody else, or you may have you know, had a connection with someone else. Like, I've had my fair share of connections. You know what I mean? Like, I've had, you know, your high school sweetheart that you think you have. You know, you have those people in your life that kind of stand out. But this this one, though, Mm -hmm. was like nothing else. I couldn't explain it. Like, even right now, I'm trying to find the words. I could not explain it. Um, But it was a connection. That's what I can say. It was a deep connection that was there. And when we, when we, you know, when I left and we kind of parted, mm-hmm. I felt as though something was gone. Like I had, mm-hmm. I had connected and now something is gone. And I know, I know myself, I don't feel that like that. I, uh, it's not a great thing, but I disconnect. You know, if we're not in the mm-hmm. same space, I mean, if we're not talking like that. So that connection and then the, the, the lack of the connection and like the keen desire to have that, it it showed me something. So I had this conversation mm-hmm. with my mom just about mm-hmm. how I felt. And she highlighted the same thing. I've never heard you talk like this. I had a conversation with my dad. Same thing. I never heard you talk like this. So it just made me think. She allowed me to be as cool or lame as I wanted to be. And mm-hmm. she rocked with it. You know, I didn't have to put on... She was able to see me at my greatest. She was able to see me at mm-hmm. my worst, but she was still rocking with me. So in right. my mind, I'm like, it's it's hard to answer those type of questions. You know, mm-hmm. I've asked that that was my question when I was trying to figure out, man, how do I mm-hmm. how do I know she the one? Now I asked so many people. Nobody could give me a straight answer. All they could give me was their experience with where they were they were married to. And so now I understand there is no uh you know, one size fits all uh, answer. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it is very individual or very specific to you and that mm-hmm. woman or you and that man. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I experienced. And so, I mean, like like we've been saying, here we are later, still together. So obviously she was that right. one. Um, right. And it's like, I think about, I think about this, bro, uh, along the way, along the way, I've mm-hmm. seen because I, I use the word idea, but yeah. it's now a co- confirmation that she is the one. So, you know, when we first meet her, we first get with mm-hmm. our, our wives, it's like, are they the one? Um, it's an mm-hmm. idea. But being with right. them through this time, we start to confirm, like, yeah, we made the right decision. We made the right decision. Mm-hmm. For me, it's mm-hmm. the fact that. You know, like it says in First Corinthians, First uh, uh, Corinthians thirteen, love is patient, right? Love is mm-hmm. kind. Love does not envy. Mm-hmm. It is not boastful. It's not arrogant. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It is not irritable. 
it does not keep a record of wrongs. Through the time I've been with her, it's not that she taught me what love is. She showed me right. what love does and mm. how it feels. And so that's mm. what has given me my continual confirmation that that day or that time when I got the idea that she was the one, the way she loves me, it has confirmed that it is the one. Because I'm not easy to love. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not easy right. to love. But yet she loves me in a way that like, then I have to do what scripture says in Ephesians. And that's when it says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved mm-hmm. the church. And mm-hmm. that's, he gave the ultimate sacrifice. He gave everything for it. So now because she loved me mm-hmm. the way she does, it gives me the conviction that I have a duty to make sure that I love her. You know what I mean? Right. And so like going from an idea to confirming what it is, I, it's an ongoing process. Not to say that I'm still trying to look to see if she's the one, but I'm just saying that idea transformed itself through time and mm-hmm. the way she loved me that let me know, yeah, she was the one, bro. She was the sure. one. And, and, and even to that point, it's like all the times we talk to, let's say, our homeboys or we talk to other fellas or even, you know, some women may have the same question of, you know, how do I know that this person is the one for me? Some people I know right, you know, right off the bat. Some people may have to think about it for a while. But like you said, it's on a case by case basis. You can't really say once you feel, you know, your heart beating 500 times an hour, once you feel like you can never be without them, once you feel, you know, this, once you feel that, it's, it's different per person because what one person may feel that they've experienced, another person may have never felt those same things, but know that this is the one that they can't be without. Right. And then even I, I feel like a lot of times, even kind of relating to sports, when we are planning for our one, we always, you know, have this pregame of, OK, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're looking for. You know, right, right. this come up, we're going to run this out of this. But once you're in the game, once you're in this thing called marriage, you might as well throw that whole playbook out the window or <laughs> what you out thought. The because out you, the window. Because that's why you have to make in-game adjustments. And every time, every as time, as long as right, right, and as I thought, like as long as you're able to do that, that's how you'll be able to keep that love strong. You'll be able to keep that love there because even now, you know, I feel like for me, when me and my wife first got together, right, I would do little things like you know, rub her feet all the time, or you know, make sure that she's comfortable. Which some of that I still do, but some of it I don't. You know, that was my game plan going into it. This mm-hmm. is how I'm mm-hmm. going to lead to make sure that she loves me. And then I got comfortable some. And I feel yeah. like yeah. although the love is still there, you still have to put in that work. You know, you still have to make sure that just, just, just like you said, you know, we have to love our wives as Christ loved us. Christ never gave up on us, no matter what. As time here, he's never he's never gave up on us once. He was like, you know, although they're flawed. I still want y'all to live in the kingdom that my father had set for y'all. So I think that's important that we always continue to do no matter what. So, so what you just said is is super key, bro. You said that what we do or plays that we start with one, be okay with changing the play. That's Mm -hmm. just what it is. Be okay Mm -hmm. with changing the play. Things change, life change. Things happen, life happens. So mm-hmm. what we came in the game with, 
think about it. When we met them, or at least for mm-hmm. me, I met her. I'm fresh out of college. My mm-hmm. mind is nowhere near where it is now as far as maturity goes. Yeah. Um, you know, so things have to change because of that. But not everything should change. There are some things that we should still do. Just like you say, look, Christ still loves us. He doesn't like love us any less or any more (laughs) than he did before. He didn't wait until we grew (laughs) in spiritual maturity to start loving us more. He loved us just as much then as he Mm -hmm. does now. And so at the same case, in the same right, in the same way, we there are things that if we are pouring these things into our wives. We have to continue to do. One of the things that my wife convicts me all the time with is consistency. Like mm. consistency will win any game. You know what I'm saying? If you're consistent <laughs> right. with it, you, you, you're going you're gonna to beat the defense type thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You, you're mm-hmm. going to make your, like you say, make your audibles here and there, make mm-hmm. changes. But at the end of the day, we have to keep doing that. And, and like you said, it's so easy to become complacent. It's so right. easy to become complacent because I mean, shoot, I have her now. I don't mm-hmm. have to keep right. doing all of these things. But eventually, like you say, you have to see it in a way. Mm, that's not okay. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she deserves more. They, they, mm-hmm. they deserve better than that. If we were mm-hmm. doing X, Y, Z when we started, I'd rather be continuing to do X, Y, Z than adding on as we right. go. Don't take away because you're right. just getting complacent. Because then what happens, uh, not that you know our wives purposely want to do it, but then what they have been fed is like you, you, you become malnourished and mm-hmm. you then need what you've been fed with. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go look for it, but if it's presented to you, you don't, you don't want another man to do <laughs> what like it is, you, like you know what I'm saying? Right. I was trying to make right. it sound, listen, you don't want another man to do mm-hmm. for your wife what you should be what doing. You. And so right. and I feel we like have to continue to do, yeah. exactly. We got to continue to do what we've been doing, man. That's just, mm-hmm. that's just the bottom line. Bro. I can go yeah, on forever. Man. We got to continue to do what we do. Complacency can, can, can really kill a marriage, in my opinion. You know, in my yeah, opinion. and and and, and I'll, I'll I'll even say this to add to it. Think about like you can think about all the great sports games, right? Where there's been a great comeback, where they a team of underdog came from, you know, uh, down what 20, 30, 50 mm-hmm. points, came mm-hmm. back and won the game. What happened was the team that started out strong, they stopped for whatever reason. There you go. <laughs> right? There you go. They stopped. Right. Right. For whatever, I don't know. Like, look at, you know, we're both Tampa Bay Bucks fans. So we look at uh, <laughs> the Bucks and we look at Brady, right? Some of our most stressful games have yes. went because we came from behind. That's not to uh, say that the other team um, were, were awful or it was something that they did that because they started strong, had us down in the dumps. But where they lacked, we saw that. We right. took advantage of it, and we came back from behind. I say that to say this. What we don't want is to give opportunity for somebody else to take what we lack and come from behind on our – and, and well, come mm. from behind on us and, and use that to get it to our wives. 
We want yes, what, whatever you're doing, whether it's massages, whether it's affirmations, um, hugs every day, buying flowers, whatever that is that you do in your marriage, make sure that you continue to do that. Even when you see, or even when you think, I don't want to do that, I don't have time. I'm tired, she made me mad. Because the minute you stop, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the minute you don't do it and somebody else does it, oh, well, such and such did this to me. Well, I used to do that for you. I, but you stopped and they started doing it. Then all hell breaks. I think, and we can't have this conversation now because we got to wrap up, but I mm-hmm. think a mm-hmm. good, from what you said, I think a good mm-hmm. uh, debate will be, mm-hmm. well, if she's for you, she'll mm-hmm. stay with you. We may have to tag that a little bit, but um, but yeah, yeah, um, y'all, we we thank y'all for listening to us. Um, you know, we like he said, we we don't know everything. We're, we're learning along the way, but we just want to share with what we know. Um, so y'all y'all stay in the locker room with us, you know, in the film room. Y'all come back to us. We'll we'll definitely hit you with another soon. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to follow us. My my personal page is Haynes underscore second generation. My personal uh, is Javaris GB. And you can follow our Instagram page uh, at marriage underscore playbook. Again, that's at marriage underscore playbook. Listen, y'all give us some feedback, comments, Please. like. I'm going to try to post. Matter of fact, I'm not going to. Let's going to speak it into uh, fruition. I will post this onto all our podcasting networks. Uh, whether it be iTunes or what, wherever you listen to podcasts, this will be out for your enjoyment. Um, like I said, write us, let us know how you feel, what y'all want us to talk about, and you know, we'll try to make the best of it and go from there. Yeah, man. So until next time, y'all, y'all stay strong. Peace. <laughs>